Hello, everybody. Hi, this is Tom with the Ramble Right Here Show. How are you? Okay, I'm sorry I'm running a way bit late. And the reason why I was trying to do some work stuff and it wasn't cooperating. And I was... Uh, see, with my uh, work laptop, I have a... Um, uh, a scanner that my work had sent me and I could just put all my receipts, all my expenses and just plug the scanner into the USB player or a USB drive and it would work like a charm. Well, then I got this new laptop and for some reason it doesn't work. And it's so the last hour, hour or so I've been trying to get it to work and I was ready to scream and yell and holler and I was ready to not even do my show because I was getting so fucking angry so anyway so i finally got the one part to work so yay and uh hi toppy and um <coughs> and as many of you know last week i i did not have a show last week because i was out of town i was in san diego uh to go to a sales meeting and uh and it was interesting because uh it's the first time that the inside sales team or the support team that i have um uh, they were there at the same meeting, and then so I, I actually got to meet a lot of my um, inside people. So, for example, I'm a, an outside rep, and they're the inside. So if I get a lead for them, then I would call them and say, "Here, I got a lead for you," and then they would follow up and try to get a sale. So, and then I'm out buying stuff. So, um, so it was great to finally get to meet uh, some of these people I work with uh, for the first time, and I've been with the company for you know almost seven years. So, yay. So, um, so it was good to be able to be there. But the, the only thing that was kind of a little bit of a bummer is that on the way, uh, you know, because I thought I was really hoping and uh, wishing that the weather would be a lot better out there uh, because for the last few weeks it's been really cold and been cloudy and been rainy here. And it was just kind of depressing. And so I was really looking forward to getting out because I had been to San Diego before and it's a beautiful area. And, um, and I really wanted to, um, hopefully be able to get some nice warm weather and we're going to be right there on the beach. And so I just thought, it'd be, you know, nice to, to do that. But then we got there and I guess basically what happened is, um, uh, San Diego at this time of the year is kind of like their winter. So it was exactly like what it was here. So it was, it was a little bit warmer and a little bit more humid, but as far as the temperature goes, it was maybe, in the high 60s so it wasn't very sunny and it wasn't very warm and that kind of thing but the one thing i did like about the hotel is this beautiful hotel it's called hotel do Coronado, and it's this big huge beautiful hotel and i post a lot of pictures so if you go to my uh, facebook page you can see it um, but there's a lot of photos it's got a lot of history uh it was built back in 1888 and uh so it's uh if you ever saw the movie Some Like It Hot or The Stuntman, I believe is another, um, then, uh, you know, then that hotel was featured in the movies. So um, so it's really cool. And then there's supposed to be a lot of um, stuff that like stories about it being haunted about this, I guess, suppose this woman who had stayed at the hotel and she was supposed to get married and then her fiance dumped her and um, she committed suicide. And... Uh, so I guess it's supposed to be uh, haunted. So, um, but, you know, so basically that's the, so we had a really good meeting and um, they had, a, you know, a couple speakers that were there and they were really good. 
And uh, and then, of course, I got to meet a lot of my colleagues. And then, uh, well, just backtracking a little bit, um, on Sunday, um, or actually a few days before that, I found out that a lot of the airports were having a lot of problem with uh, security. Um, and they had some really, really long uh, lines to get through security. So I was like freaking out. And I've been reading some articles and they said like all the major airports like in O'Hare, which is in Chicago and Atlanta, New York and all those. And they had lots and lots and lots of delays. And uh, and sometimes they were like three hour plus, And I was like, ah! and I had like 11 o'clock flight. And I wasn't planning on staying in Chicago the night before. Uh, but I had sent a message to my boss and said, hey, is there any way I can go the night before? And uh, and she said yes. So I did. And I'm really glad that I did because had I left um, the normal time that I was planning on going, um, there was a lot of construction on the toll road, which is the road that I would take to Chicago. And uh, it made the drive to the uh, hotel that night kind of crazy and luckily i wasn't on a time schedule like i would have been if i would have left on that monday so it was just crazy and they had several spots that you know that had a lot of road construction on the toll road and then as soon as you got into chicago um there was a lot of backup traffic and a lot of construction there too so and then of course the one thing that i wasn't sure i was going to tell you about but i thought what the hell i'll tell you i tell you a lot of other shit so why not that um but basically what happened was as i was getting closer to the hotel all of a sudden i had to pee really 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 bad and so i'm getting closer to the hotel but there's all this road construction the traffic was backed up and this was on sunday evening and i was like oh my god i gotta pee 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 and i thought oh well i'll just See if there's a close gas station I can go to. So I pull it up on the GPS and it says, there's one, 0.4 miles. So I thought, oh, I'll just get off this road, go pee real quick, and then I'll be able to get back to the hotel, no problem. And then the next thing you know, I put in the information. And instead of being 0.4 miles, it was one and a half miles. And I was like, ah, screw it. I'll just keep going. Well, then I kept, then I got more construction, more traffic. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to piss all over my vehicle. This is going to be horrible. And then I'm like freaking out. And then I finally got to the hotel, but then right next to the hotel, they have like a um, a theater and all these people were letting out at that time. So here I am desperately needing to pee. I got to pee so bad. It's like horrific. The pain is like 911 in the pee department. And I am like freaking out. And all of a sudden these people are like walking really slowly because they just got done with the show and they're trying to get to the parking lot. I'm like, fuck this. So I turned and I went down this little uh, side street. Um, so I took a little side street to get around where the hotel was. And I'm glad I did because then I pull into the parking lot. I ran into the theater and I didn't know where the bathrooms were. So I ran to the, I thought was the front desk. And I said, can you please tell me where your restrooms are? And she goes, over there by the exit sign. I'm like, what? She goes, over there by the exit sign. So I run to the exit or to the bathroom and i finally go and i'm standing there and i'm at the urinal and i'm getting ready to go and i gotta go i gotta go and then my dick says fuck you asshole i'm not going and i was like breathe breathe and then i'm like come on mr penis come on mr happy go and then finally he went and then i got to go so yay and then i walked back to the front desk going i gotta check in please (laughs) so it was horrific toppy it was horrible Oh my god, I gotta go bed! I gotta go bed! So, um, 
So, okay, um, so back, okay, we have Sigma Wolf, and then we have Toppy in the room. Hi, Toppy, hi, Sigma. And, uh, and so Toppy says, how old was the hotel? Uh, the hotel is, was made in 1888, and it's, uh, it's one of the largest wooden structures that's still around. Um, it's called the Hotel del Coronado. So go ahead and Google it. And uh, yes, Mr. Penis, Mr. Happy. That's what Robin Williams called Mr. Happy, his penis. Because it's time for jumping jacks, Mr. Happy. Okay, so anyway, so I get to the I get to the hotel, and I finally get the pee, and then I get checked in, and I get up to the room, and guess what happened, ladies and gentlemen? Guess what happened? Um, they, um, because, see, the, the, the brand of hotels, I won't tell you which one, but the brand of hotels that I was staying at, uh, they had an exclusive uh, with my company, and so uh, so they automatically upgraded my room, and uh, and I got this big, huge suite. It was a big, really nice, and it always seems to happen because every single time that I have a hotel and I'm going to be there for a week, I get the dumbest, dumpiest, horrible room. But then if I'm staying there just one night and maybe just a few hours because I get there late or whatever, then that's when they go, oh, we're going to upgrade you to the room and we're going to get you the big bed and the king bed and the big deluxe suite with the all the bells and whistles and all this stuff. And I'm like, like a hot tub or something like that. And then it's just for one night. So like, but the room is really, really nice. And uh, the one thing I did like about this brand of hotels is that because I have all my gadgets, like my phone, my iPad, um, I have these little chargers to use with my phone i have two of those and uh and then of course you know my work laptop and all this stuff so i had to plug everything in and this room was so big and all these different plugs in it that i could actually you know find it was great so i so it takes me like 10 50 minutes just to plug everything in so i can have it ready for the next day um so it was just kind of crazy and then i got up and uh, i drove to the aerial puerto um if you own if only you had held your peak what i had to let it go okay so anyway so i then i got up in the monday morning and then i drove to the aerial puerto which uh what and the thing is that this is midway wasn't o'hare so it wasn't as bad as o'hare so i get to the um economy parking and they have this big huge parking garage and i get there and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna waste so much time just trying to find a spot in this parking garage because this place was massive so, um, and then I finally found a spot and then I had to, um, then get back down to the main floor or the, uh, main, the outside the parking garage so that the bus could pick me up. And then the bus then takes you to the terminal and then you have to go get checked in and see the thing was I got there really, really early because like I said, the flight was supposed to be at 11 something and I had got there like a little after eight because again, I thought if the, the lines were going to be bad, that I wanted to make sure to get as much time as possible. So I get to the, um, I get checked in. Then I go through security. And of course they, they tell you, you got to take out your shoes, your belts. You got to take everything out of your pockets. I had my wallet in my hand because, and the guy goes, well, you know, you could just put, uh, put everything, your keys and everything in, in your, I had a little, I had a backpack and he goes, you just put everything in your backpack and then you don't have to hold on to anything. So I'm like, okay, great. And then, um, but the thing was that, and I thought, oh, I said, is getting through security going to be bad? And he goes, no, it's going to be pretty quick. So the next thing you know, I get there and here's like a little after eight. And I'm like going through security. And security took like 15 minutes. So I was like, 
But then I was like, oh, great. Now I got hours to kill. But, uh, you know, so I was just like, ah. So then I decided to go to breakfast. And, uh, well, inside the Aerial Porto um, terminal, they have a Harry Carey's. And if you don't know who Harry Carey is, he was the announcer for the for the Cubbies. Uh, sadly, he's no longer with us. But he opened a, a, a chain of restaurants. And one of them was at the... Uh, airport so i went and had breakfast there and i had this really horrible server and uh, she would never come to the table you know i said to ask other servers i'm like will you please get my server so i can get a refill on my drink or whatever and uh so that was fun and then i went back to the um to my gate and then the thing is that we i flew with southwest now if, i don't know if you know anything about southwest but southwest what they do is they don't give you any seat assignments. But what they do give you is a seating number. So what happens is then people board the plane in the order uh, of the number that you have. So in my case, it was, um, I think it was 58. And uh, so that was a very high number. And then what they want you to do is they want you to pay extra money, like another $15 or something to get a higher, or, or excuse me, a lower number. So then you get on the plane sooner. Well, then the thing is you're not supposed to hold seats. You can sit anywhere in the plane. So if, you, if you're if you the first one on and you want the very first row uh, on the exit aisle, that's what you get. So, But if you get there last, then you're way in the back of the plane and you're going to have to sit in the middle seat or something like that. So... And, you know, so I could tell that there was probably other people that were probably on my flight. But um, I didn't know, like, can I walk around people going, hey, do you work at blah, blah, blah? Do you work at blah, blah, blah? And so I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. I just feel socially awkward. So I didn't do that. So I just got on the plane. I did see a couple of people that I knew from work. But they, they all sat in their own spots. And I'm like, okay. And, uh, well, then I get on the plane and... Oh, this is the other added bonus I forgot to share with you is that, see, one of the great things about the airport is that you get all kinds of people. And, of course, what do you get? You also get mothers and fathers with children. Yay! Now, I have no problem with children, but I don't like them when they're screaming, yelling, and uh, being obnoxious. So what happened was, as uh, we're getting ready to board, all of a sudden there was this young mother, and she had two young children, and I guess she must have given her little boy you know like a tablet or a phone or something to play with and then when they made the announcement that we're going to get ready to board she must have taken that away from him because the little boy was screaming and yelling and crying and and he was just obnoxious he was obnoxious ladies and gentlemen he was obnoxious so he's like and then she's like, no, we got to get on the plane. And then I'll give it to you once we get up up in the air and you can play with it. No, I want it. No. And he was just screaming and crying. And all these people around were like, Jesus Christ. So then uh, I thought, okay, Tom, you can't do anything about it. You know, there's nothing you can do. You can get all angry and upset. But there's nothing that you can do about this. You know, this screaming brat will continue to scream. And there's nothing you can do. You can't go over there and slap the mother. Or you can't kick the kid. You can't do anything like that. You know, you want to think it, but you can't do it. You cannot do it, ladies and gentlemen. That's not good to kick children that are crying. Because then they'll cry more. Okay, so anyway, so I get on the plane. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to relax. I'm just going to... You know, look at my iPad. I'm gonna read this book that I got from a new author that's gonna be a guest on the show. And I'm just like, okay, we're just gonna relax, just chill out, and I'll, I'll, you know, we're gonna get there, 
everything's gonna be fine. You gotta be positive. Everything is good. And then guess what happens, ladies and gentlemen? So I'm sitting in my seat. I get the exit row because I like the exit row in case I have to pee because you know I had to pee early. So I thought just in case I don't want to sit by the window, I don't want to sit in the middle seat. I want to sit by the aisle so I can get up and go to the bathroom room. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden. Um, there was this Asian woman who had a little bitty young kid and she had a mask on and uh, she had on for like five, 10 minutes. And then as soon as the plane was filled with germ filled humans, uh, she took it off. And then right after she took it off, the next thing you know, her lovely, her lovely little boy starts crying and wailing and he's got boogers dripping all over his face. His eyes are, ah! and he is crying. He's like, and I don't know what his problem was. We had not taken off yet. He was just standing there in her, in her lap. And she is, she's just, ah! and he is bawling. He is crying. She's like, wipe. she's trying to shake him and hold him and tell him it's okay. And all the people around us are trying to, hey, how you doing, little guy? You know, and nothing. Ah! And he is just having a fit. And then he kept pointing, uh, be, you know, by, like pointing toward me or people behind me. And I don't know if there's somebody behind me that was a, you know, lockless monster or Godzilla or something. But he has, and he's pointing the whole time. And, and then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? And I, I just started laughing, <coughs> not laughing at this kid crying. But I was laughing at the situation because, again, there's nothing I can do. And I'm just, I'm just sitting there. I'm like. And, and this woman, these two women sit in the row that I'm at. And the woman sitting next to me, and I'm just, like, laughing. And I'm like, okay, there's nothing. You know, I'm like, Ugh. And then I started laughing. And then she looks at me, and she goes, are you going to be okay? I said, I just feel bad for this kid. He's crying. He won't stop. And I just... You know, and she goes, yeah, I know. I don't know what's, what got him upset. Normally when kids get crying upset is because the, the pressure once we take off. But we had not even taken off yet. And then the, the, the people from Southwest, if you ever flown Southwest, they do not do a normal thing when they're doing the announcements and stuff. They're, they, in fact, on the flight home, which I'll tell you about on when it's that time. But uh, anyway, so this kid was just screaming. And then the funny thing was this woman was on the other side of me was um right behind this lady and this kid and just before we you know all the people are still boarding she grabs all of her stuff and she goes i'm moving back from this area and i'm like you know i'm like lady you know you're not gonna get away from this screaming child he's on our plane and uh so it's not like you're not gonna be able to hear him you may not be able to hear as loudly as you were where you are but you gotta chill lady um so she gets them to i'm moving to another aisle and I was like, okay, like, you know, it's going to make any difference. So I got to drink some water. Uh, Birdie says noise canceling earphones. Yes, yes, yes. Um, SW says you're in trouble. And uh, SW says, so you're envious of his talent. Yes. Okay. Uh, la, 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 la. Okay. So anyway, so, so. The kid is screaming and crying, and he is not stopping at all. And the you know finally we got to leave, and we're up in the air, and I and I thought okay maybe it's gonna bother him more, but he just kept crying and crying and crying, and the mother's like trying to console him, you know she's trying everything that she can, and nothing's working. And then you know this is like a three and a half hour flight, folks, so or four hour flight, whatever. It was forever. 
okay. And so then all of a sudden she started like feeding him stuff and then that calmed him down for a little bit. And then the ironic part of the whole thing is that when we're all ready to get off the damn plane, that of course is when the kid is passed out because he's he wore himself out, not to mention everybody else on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then then what happens is um we then land into lovely San Diego. Now the thing is with San Diego is it's very humid. And, you know, Indiana can get very humid, but this was very humiacious. And see, the thing was, in the morning, it was like maybe 45 degrees. So I wore a T-shirt, and I wore a long sleeve shirt. And and so by the time I got landed into San Diego, I was rather uh, toasty. So I was like, oh, my God. So uh, then we had to wait for the lovely uh baggage claim area and then we had to then what happened was as i'm standing there all of a sudden i saw a bunch of other people that were from my company and then i started talking to them and then i said hey do you by chance know this guy and uh, and they said oh yeah he's right there and because this is the guy that i had been working with for years that i never met and i was hoping to meet him and he was on the same flight but i didn't you know you know i didn't really have a good picture of him um i saw on this website or our website but you know the picture wasn't the best picture and i'm like and i was like do you guys know blah blah blah? and they go yeah he's right there so then i got to talk to him for a little bit but uh everybody was like rushing to try to get to the hotel and so then we had to take a shuttle which was kind of a pain in the butt because they had these vans and they had uh, you know like 40 50 people that were on all these flights that had landed at the same time that were all with the group and so then they couldn't keep up with the number of vehicles for the number of people. So we had to wait a little bit. And then, and then we, of course it's very warm and I'm wearing this t-shirt and long sleeve shirt and I'm like sweating the pig, like a pig. And then we get on the, sh- the van and then it's taking us and it takes a half hour to get to the hotel. And of course they don't have the air conditioning on. So I'm like dying. So then we finally get to this hotel and we finally get to see it. And we're like, Ooh, this is nice. And so we get in and, I um uh, and then I get to the front desk and there's all these lines of people because we had like five six hundred people uh, from the company all over the United States that were going to this meeting so they're all in line waiting and I'm like oh boy so then I finally get up to the and there's this really tall very handsome young man he goes hello how can I help you and I get my name and he goes. And I said to him, I said, hey, I was just wondering, can I get a room with the somewhat of a view? I don't care what it is. I mean, I just, you know, and he goes, well, would you like me to tell you about the rates for the room? And he goes, if we give you a room with a partial beach view or ocean view, it's $75 an additional night. If you want a complete ocean view, that is an additional $125 a night. And I said, well, I just want a view of something. I don't care. I just don't want the parking lot. And he goes, okay, well, I'll see what we can do. And because uh, I wasn't going to pay that extra money for the room. Um, and uh, and then he goes, okay, well, here's your key. So he gives me the key. And then I see this one guy that used to be in my region. Hey, what's up? How you doing? And he goes, did you get a room? And I said, yeah. And he says, what time did you get here? I said, just a few minutes ago. And he goes, I've been waiting for two hours. And I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah. And I said, well, get in line. And he goes, he goes, damn it. Blah, blah, blah. So he's all upset. So then, of course, I go up to the, and he goes, just take the elevator up to the second floor. And all the numbering was really weird. And and then they had this old, tiny uh, elevator. And they even had the guy in the suit and the hat, like in the old movies. 
And he goes, uh, what floor, sir? And I said, you know, it was just going up one floor, but I had this big, humongous suitcase, so I couldn't, and I didn't want to carry it because it was like 35.5 pounds. So I get on the elevator, and he's hitting the button. He goes, how are you doing today, sir? Blah, blah, blah. And, and I really wanted to take a picture of him because I thought it was really cool, the whole, and it had the old, it was like all gold, and it had this sliding door that he had to close, and he had to slide another one, and then he hits the button, and it takes me up to the, just one floor. And then I walk down this hallway, and I get into the room. And the room was nice. It, it, was, you know, it was cute. And then I go to the window, and what do I see? I see the parking lot. So, yay! Um, so that was joyful. And then, uh, you know, then I was walking around, and then I saw my one colleague. Her name is Sue. Hi, Sue. And, uh, and she was, like, starving, so we went going for a walk. Um, copy, I don't know. I have no idea how many floors. Because uh, it's all spread out. It's, more, it's probably, like, three or four floors but it's like in different levels, in different buildings. So if you go look at the Hotel Del Carnado, you can see it. And it's all laid out kind of funky. So, um, but it's really, it's really amazing hotel. So then what happened is, so I get, so I see my friend Sue. Ha, that sounds like a song. I think it is. Anyway, so I saw Sue and I said, hey, are you hungry? She goes, yes. So we started walking um, down the main street uh, away from the hotel and we found a pizza place. So we shared a pizza and so we were starving. We were starving. So we had some pizza. And they had these big, huge soft drinks. It was a, it was King Kong. Uh, and then, of course, what had happened when I drank all that? I had to pee. Okay. <laughs> can, you get, can you guess the name of this podcast? So anyway, so then we get back. And then we had to have the... And then we had to go check in. So I went and checked in. And I got a name badge. And then the cool part of it, I had no de- idea, was... That uh, they had as a special gift to all of us that the company um, did is um, now again this is not referencing anything. Uh, what I'm about to tell you has nothing to do with the company, so it's not like ooh I can find out secret details about the company now and I'm gonna find out who you are and blah, what are you doing and blah, blah, blah. But I'm not gonna do that. But anyway, what happened was we go to this other table and they said you can pick a pair of Maui Jim sunglasses and they're very expensive like two three hundred dollars per pair and so there's a bunch of people looking at them and i grabbed a pair that i i, I liked instantly and i tried them on and said, oh these look good and if you want to see them you can go to my facebook page where people think i look like i'm taking a poop which is not true so uh so anyway i uh so i picked a pair of sunglasses and i was like wow this is really cool so i wasn't expecting that and uh, and then I went walked around and it's uh, and you just walk a little bit and you're right there on the beach and it's just beautiful and uh, there's also two navy bases uh, to the left and right of the hotel and you can see all the navy seals running around on the beach and I, in fact I posted a video uh, during them while I was there and there's I I went out for like a, a break for lunch. And I went for a walk, and uh, and I could see them all running, and you could see the aircraft flying up by. So it was it was kind of cool. Uh, and Tommy says, "Damn, one of these days I'm gonna trick Tom to tell me the name of the place he works for." Uh, well, Toppy, you already know the company I work for because I sent you pictures of something that you were gonna edit for me, a video, and I had the company name on it, and I told you that's what I wanted to get it out. Don't you remember? So anyway, so then, so then that night was we we had an, a, a reception for everybody, and it was just a um, it was and then we had a little dinner and the dinner was outside in the lawn of the hotel and it was beautiful, 
and um, they had all these amazing, beautiful white tables, and they were all all. Of, it was like really, you know, really nice, really really cool. And then they had all kinds of food. They had steak. They had corn on the cob. They had sea bass. They had a clam bake kind of thing. They bunch of they baked or boiled or whatever the hell they did a bunch of different things. And I didn't eat any of that, but I ate everything else. And uh, and then they had a big salad thing. They had. Um, and then, of course, the highlight, the best part of the whole meal was dessert. And they had, like, pound cake. And they had all this fruits and vegetables. Not vegetables. They had vegetables with dinner. But they had all these fruits, like strawberries and blueberries. And then they had this big, huge bowl of hot fudge. And it had a little thing that was underneath to warm it up. And they had all kinds of candies. And so you can make your own little sundae. And that hot, I don't know where that hot fudge was from. I need to find out because it was damn good. And so I add that. And we're like, oh, my God, we're going to gain like 50 pounds just from the sales meeting because the food was really, really good. And it was amazing. So it was – and they had big cocktail shrimp, you know, the jumbo ones that you pay like $50,000 for. And they were really good. And uh, it, it was – overall, I'd have to say the food at the hotel was really, really good. The only part of the food that I did not like at the hotel was the breakfast. The breakfast sucked because it was a buffet. And the, the first first morning, that Tuesday morning, I got up and I went to breakfast. And they had, you know how they have the buffet and they have like a thing of scrambled eggs. Well, normally you have a little bit of water. Well, this looked like a gallon of water was in that steel whatever. And it looked disgusting. So I went into the next one and they had bacon that was all flimsy and gross. And I don't like that. And they had some sausage, so I had some of that. And they had a lot of fruit, so I had some of that. A fruit having fruit. Oh, my God. Who knew? And uh, and then, of course, that's when the meeting started. And it was basically from, like, 8 in the morning to never-ending. And then we had lunch in the same room. And then we had uh, dinner, um, uh, you know, a group dinner that night, the Tuesday night. and uh, And then... You know, basically, basically each day had different th- different activities, and then one of the activities they did uh, around, I think it was Wednesday. They decided to have a um, fill in the blank name of my company Olympics, and so what they did is they had different things that we all we had to do it per group, and and one of the things you got to do when you checked in is that they gave you a little bag, and in the little bag was your group T-shirts. Ooh, and uh, so we're gonna, uh, so we're gonna tell you, um, hey, Toppy, you cannot tell anybody. I see that conversation in the chat room. No, unacceptable. So um, I'll come and I'll, I'll come see you and slap you and, and take away your present. So, uh, so anyway, so, uh, we had to do the blank Olympics. So, and then, okay, we're going to have a little contest. There's only a few people in the chat room, but you're going to have to, um, I want you to guess, uh, I want you to guess what the color of my t-shirt was. And I don't know if I shared it on the Facebooks. I don't think I did. Um, let me go see real quick. <laughs> Please hold. Da, da, na, 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 I don't think I did. I don't think I did. But anywho, um, uh, please go. Okay. Um, okay. 
La la la. I'm seeing all the stuff that I did back with Raji. Okay. Oh, Raji. Okay, everybody say, oh, Raji. Okay. Um. Okay. 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 So I don't think I did. I don't think I did, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, here, Toppy. Um, and there's a sign at the hotel that says this Victorian hotel, built in 1887, is one of the American's largest wooden buildings. Few seaside resorts hotel of this significant architectural style remains in America. The hotel has hosted several presidents and other national figures, including me. And it's the California Registered Historical Landmark number 844. Okay. <laughs> I know you don't care, but that is what it is. That is what it is. Okay. So I don't think I did. But anyway, let's go back to the chat room and see if people pick. Okay. Here are the nominees. Uh, we have... Toppy says... Hot pink. And, uh, and then Bertie says red. Toppy says green polka dots. Uh, Bertie says blue, white, black. Um... And then SW said, this bitch is older than you. What? Okay. Um, so the answer is, one of you got it correct. Uh, and I'm going to say the answer is Toppy with pink. So, and then the funny thing is that in our region, we have three women in our region and all the rest are guys. And a lot of them are younger guys. So um, it, it was it was kind of funny. So there we are on the beach with all of our pink shirts okay oh my god we were running around on the sand and playing with our pink shirts oh my god so okay now this is so now i want to tell you something i told my dad that evening about the olympics and uh, and i told him what the different things were the very first one which uh i participated in is that you had to take five people from your region we have like 15 people in our region and you had to have one person is the the leader and then the other people are five people and basically what it is is that the person the first person has to pick up a bunch of sand and then they have to hand it to the second person and then you have to hand it to the third and then the fourth and then the fifth and i think and then you put it in a bowl and you only get a certain amount of time and then whoever fills the bowl up first in the amount of time uh, wins the challenge and so you get so many points based on you know whether you came in first second third whatever and then uh then the next thing which was super lame is that they had two targets and you had to throw like this little arrow thing and land in the target and if you landed on the closest one you got five points if you landed on the second one you got 10 well obviously the 10th one 10.1 was farther away so it's harder to get and then uh, the third thing was that you had to have, like, I think five or six people. I can't remember now. But you had to have the first person, and they had, like, five or six hula hoops. And basically what you had to do is the person started the line, had to take the hula hoop and put it over the head down to their feet, and then they had to kick it to the second person who would pull it from their feet over their head, and then they would put it over the third person's head down to their feet, and then the third person would then kick it to the fourth person, and they would lift it up from their feet up to the head, and then... 
and then you had to do it the fastest. So you had to do that. And then the uh, the fourth thing was you had to throw the frisbee the farthest lane. And then the last one, which is the more physical thing, was. And now I want before I get to that last one, I want to tell you something. See, the day before, um, I had asked the boss's boss, and I said, "Hey, you know, what are we going to do at the Olympics? You know, because I hurt my back, you know, back in November, and uh, I'm finally getting better, and I really don't want to, uh, you know, hurt myself or do anything." And she goes, "Oh, it's easy. You know, just you're just have to do something, one of the easier things." So I, like I said, I did the sand thing, but she said the last one is a little more physical and uh, don't worry you're not going to do that one so then i talked to my boss and i said hey you know and and by the time i got to talk to her about who was going to do what she had already assigned all these other younger people which is in our region to do the thing i'm about to take so then what happened is that two people had to run from a certain spot out to the ocean and they had to fill a bucket with heavy wet sand and then what happens is then that those two people had to run back and they basically had to run back together or close as possible and then they had to hand the two buckets to a person and then they had to run down to a field and there was a cone and they had to run around the cone and they had to get back and then they handed it it was like a relay and they had to hand it to the second person and they would run and then a third person and then a fourth person and whoever got done the fastest would be you know the winner and so we're we're doing each of these activities and it's now our turn to do the uh the the beach thing you know with the sand and what happens is there's all these people now granted remember i just told you that i had the conversation with the boss's boss and she's a lady and i talked to her the day before well then what happens all of us are are getting we're mingling around because each team has to do the challenge and all these people are standing around and i'm standing right next to all my team members well then all of a sudden my boss walks up to the boss's boss and says uh well we're gonna make some changes um i think and she says i think we're gonna have tom do the running to go to the ocean to get the the one of the buckets and all of a sudden, the boss's boss screams, No, he can't do that! And and she, I mean, but luckily, like, nobody laughed or anything. But I was like, there's a little part of me. I was like, okay, thank you for not making that awkward. And, uh, you know, and then they end up doing with the people that had already done it. So, um, but it was just really, you know, kind of weird. So I was like, okay. Thank you, people. But um, luckily, uh, you know, it was like... Okay, so people in the chat room now are... Uh, oh, Birdie says... Uh, what? What? Okay, the description of the house compared to him. Good thing for you, Sigma. I thought maybe you made a comment about my age. That would stop me. And then Birdie says, you old people are so sensitive. LOL. Uh, uh, and then uh, Toby says, I think with all this running, I would have dropped dead. And then Toby says, she's a lady is sung by Tom Jones. And then SW says, uh, Toppy, my maternal side is the Finger Lakes Northern Tier area. Won't hold it against you. Really? 
Okay, so um, so that happens. So then, then you're going to probably wonder, well, Tom, how did your team do? How did your team do? How did your team do? Well, we had some people in the other regions, other teams that were cheating. Because like one of the things with the relay thing is that they're supposed to run to the where the water was at the ocean and you're supposed to fill the buckets with um, wet sand so it's heavier and what they did is they filled it with the sand that wasn't wet so they were able to not only get done quicker but then you know it was easier and then after they got done uh, they were disqualified so ooh, so yeah so then what happened is there I think there was like eight teams and there was you know and there's all the other teams were purchasing regions like mine is and then they had a couple from the sales side um that i told you about and well then after everything was done the two sales side teams did not you know did not do very well they were like the last two and then um then you know they did the ranking and they said oh well team number six was blah 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 and then team number five was blah 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 and then they said team number four was blah blah blah. and i was like ooh, because i say i knew that we did really well in all the challenges the only one i was really concerned about was the sand one or the um the relay because several teams had to go after us and we were already on to different challenges so we didn't know how we did well then uh then they said okay we're gonna do the award ceremony and then uh the team number three i forgot what color they were i think they were green or something so the team number three got up and then the team number two was another one and then they said well the number one team is the pink team so we all went like and we're all happy injured and then they gave us a medal and uh, we all got a medal and of course my boss is super duper competitive and there were some people that were kind of you know making this like crazy they're like the one leader of the team was like yelling at people and and i was like way to go team player so because it was all supposed to be all in fun and uh but you know so our team won so i am an olympic ward gold medal winner okay <laughs> i'm just fine so uh so i was like yay and then uh and then the other thing is like all the evening stuff like for the meals that we had together um normally they're very particular about what dress like normally it's business casual where they're like yeah you know or whatever so i mean so everybody was very casual um so you know we had another meal that evening and it i can't remember what it was so it was not that memorable and then uh the next evening was uh we were going to be able to be on our own and uh so what happened was then now this is the the bizarre ironic but wonderful thing that happened is that i don't know if any of you uh who listen to a lot of podcasts um remember a podcast called alex and dean uh they live out in california and they're a couple that have been married and for years and years and years they did a, a podcast and i i love their podcast they were guests on my show i was guest on their show and uh, they're really wonderful wonderful marvelous people so the running thing is that i'm posting about going to san diego well what happened was when i made some post about it well then alex was also in san diego and he said hey are you gonna by chance have any free time at your meeting and i said well in fact uh, you know the next night we're gonna be able to be on our own and I said, I'd love to be able to meet you. And he says, oh, great. So I, I gave him the information where the hotel and all that stuff. And so then we agreed that when he got done with his conference, that he would, you know, text me and let me know. And then he was going to take an Uber 
Now, I don't know if any of you have ever taken an Uber, but basically it's like a kind of like a taxi service. But the thing that floored me is that I've never done it. Of course, I've heard about it, but I've never used it. In fact, I have a couple of Facebook friends who actually drive for Uber, and every now and then they have some you know crazy stories about people they've picked up and. You know, and I told the person you should write a book. And uh, I think he's probably working on it. But anyway, so um, Alex took the Uber. Um, you know, and the thing that floored me is I didn't know how far away he was. In fact, you know, after I found out, we probably could have walked and met somewhere that he was that close. And now, now I just want you to get to this. So I found, I said, can you tell me, you know, how you use the Uber and, and, and all that stuff? He goes, yeah, you just got an app and you just put in where you are and then you put in where you want to go. And then he showed me and he said, if you can ride as a group. Like, for example, if there's a, if a, if the Uber driver could pick up one person, then pick you up and then take you, you know, or you can just do it where you're on your own, like a regular taxi would be. So he, so he's explaining to me when he had the Uber come pick him up, but he basically said, yeah, the guy picked me up at the hotel um, he brought me over to your hotel and, and I said, well, how far was it? And he goes, it's not even a mile. And I said, well, how much was it? And he goes, $11 and 85 cents. And I was like, whoa, you know, I, I just thought that was crazy. And then we, uh, then at, we, we decided to go to in a very nice, um, Italian place that I just read about on Yelp, you know, nearby, uh, restaurants and it was really really good and uh, the server was really awesome and he was very funny and uh, the food was really good it was a little on the pricey side but it but it was good and uh, and so we walked back or yeah we walked back because it, was, it wasn't far from the my hotel where the restaurant was so we walked back and we we're walking around the hotel and I was showing him you know the boardwalk or the beach and where the, behind the hotel and we were talking and and I just want to say that I had an amazing time talking with him it felt like I mean I know we've known each other for years but this was the actual first time meeting and a lot of times you never know how it's going to go uh but I just want to say that he was amazing he was very very nice very sweet and uh we we got a lot of catching up to do and he was asking about roger and i and oh roger and uh how, how we met and all this stuff so and then he they were he was filling me on about how the two of them are doing and uh so and then toppy goes oh my god i remember alex and dean and uh, uh and then he says i can't believe you guys got together and Toby says, Tom, you know what podcast reminds me a lot of Axe and Dean, Tim and James from Taste Like Burning. In fact, their voices almost match. In fact, if I didn't know better, they were. Oh, my. Um, so, yes. So, there we go. And then uh, Birdie and um, Toby are talking about charade. Okay, there we go. We're talking about charades. Oh, see, I forgot to tell you what my dad said. So that evening after the, the lovely games were over, I told my dad about what happened. And he goes, God, that's so like something kids would do. It sounds awful. <laughs> so that was kind of... Okay, now... Um, so we had an amazing, amazing time with Alex. I, I cannot tell you how much... I enjoyed talking to him. He was really an awesome guy. And, and and then before he left, so the thing was, as we're walking back, he pulls out his phone, he pulls on the Uber app, he puts in his address where he is, the address that he wants to go, and he picks the, to do like the taxi thing with just one car. And then all of a sudden it says, uh, you have a, we have a driver less than a, 
one minute away from you. And I'm like, whoa. And then we're talking and then he goes, yeah, normally it takes a little longer to get the, the vehicle here. Uh, but uh, he said that, um, uh, and then all of a sudden this, and, it's, and it pops up and says the driver's name is this and the driver is driving this kind of vehicle. And then like not even 30 seconds later, the, the car drove up and then Axe gave me a hug. And he goes, it was so great to talk to you. And I was like, yay. And then I took a picture with him before, obviously before we left. And uh, and I posted that on Facebook. If you want to see it, you can go check it out. But uh, uh, so anyway, so it was it was really good. Now, there's one thing, one sad thing that I did want to talk about. And um, so what happened, what happened was, see, every... Uh, every sales meeting we have, we normally have like a awards night. And because this is part of a bigger group of people, like five, 600 people, normally the, the group in my department is about a hundred or so. So it's, uh, you know, five times bigger. So what they decided to do is to have one night of our own awards. And then they would give some of the other awards later. Um, then one of the other evenings where they had the big fancy dinner where we had to wear our suits and stuff. So what happened was while we're th- while we're there, uh, we're having you know our dinner and then uh, I end up getting an award uh, that I, I guess I wasn't surprised by, but I, I really wasn't expecting it either. Um, but I was one of um, five people. Uh, in one of this particular category, I'm not going to talk about it, but uh, there's like 60, 70 reps and I was one of the top five. And so I got an award. So yay! So it was it was good. So I was really happy and my boss was very happy and she said a lot of uh, stuff in her, because she was the one giving the awards away um, in that particular category. And so she she said, you know, a lot of people do it, you know, like have big accounts and then some have some smaller accounts and that's what mine is. And she said that, you know, it takes each each by, you know, one by one in order to be able to accomplish it, but they do. And uh, so I was really surprised. And uh, so I got up and got the award. And then after everything was all over with, and I was kind of bummed because I didn't make my annual award or annual goal by a couple thousand. So you normally get an award for that. And so I was kind of bummed that I didn't make it. And then normally there's another uh, key performance indicator. And normally um, every the last few years I've won that because I meet all the criteria for meeting that and this year I didn't because I didn't make my goal so I wasn't going to get it so it was just kind of bummer that I didn't get those but um and then afterwards um because normally what they do is they just give you the award but then they give you a you know normally there's a box that the award goes in that you can then take it home and so what happened was I was sitting there again now just to recap that I was talking to the boss's boss and then there's the boss's boss's boss so there's the big boss is standing right next to her. And I walked up and I was going to say to her, hey, I just wanted to see if I could possibly get my box and you could, to put my award in. And all of a sudden she starts, oh, you know, Tom, you were so close to making your number last year. And he looked at me up and he goes, and then she told him about how I hurt my back and how I was out for a few months. And he goes, oh, wow, I'm so sorry to hear that. And and then all of a sudden, you know, we're talking about all these different things, like with the work, about the meeting, about the hotel, about the food. And then she decides to end with, oh, and I also wanted to check up with you and see how you're doing after your, your mother, you know, passed away. And then she looks at the boss's boss's boss and says, oh, yeah, Tom's mother had passed away recently. 
And then he reaches over and he shakes my hand. He goes, oh, Tom, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he, and then, and I'm, it just, you know, it just kind of took me by surprise because I was like, you know, because here we are talking about all the other stuff about the meeting and about all this stuff. And you know, they're all trying to keep it upbeat and keep everybody motivated about all the new things that are going on. And then all of a sudden she goes, and she throws that at me and she goes, and then he goes, well, I lost my mother eight years ago and it's, it's not easy. It's tough. And then I said, yes. And then I said, especially when it's, you know, it was so sudden the way it was. And I didn't go into details about what happened, but I just said, yeah, it was very sudden. And then all of a sudden she like looks at me and, and to be honest with you, I was getting a little, uh, you know, cause again, it wasn't cause I was, my mind was on one thing and all of a sudden she goes, she throws that at me and I know she didn't do it to be like nasty or negative or anything, but it just, it just like, and again, I don't think she was being mean or nasty about it, but it would just came out of nowhere and it kind of caught me by surprise. And I guess I got a little like surprised and I don't know if I, I got a little like, I don't know if I got teary eyed or whatever, but then all of a sudden, then she's, then she decides to add, Oh, well, you know, the relationship between her mother and son is, very important and very touching and in this boss's boss's boss goes yes it is and i said yes it is and i said and and then she goes well we don't want to bring this evening down so let's just change the subject and i said yeah that'd probably be a good idea and then i said can i get my box for my word and then he goes congratulations tom keep up the great work blah 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 you know and then he walks away and then i go get the box and then I'm, you know, then she gives me the box for my award and, and all the people are starting to leave. And, and then it just kind of hit me again. And I was just like, I got to get out of here. So I just, you know, went out of the building and I basically like run, ran to my room. And then it, it kind of, I mean, it just hit me then. And I just, cause you know, I, as people know, I mean, I truly, 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 miss my mom beyond words i mean i can't tell you how many times i think about her um every day and how i'm and every time i have something i want to talk to i wish i could talk to her about like this night or the wards or the meeting or the hotel or you know meeting that other podcaster i i just she's like the first person that i would have gone to and so you know when all this stuff and i've been really trying to focus on the positive the meeting and what's going on in the hotel and just trying to you know, let that stuff get beyond me and, and just do that. And then when they, she did that, it just kind of floored me. And so I, I was a little emotional, to be honest with you, when I got back to the hotel and I'm like crying. And the thing was, is that I, I just wish I could talk to somebody. But the thing is, it's three hours later. Um, Roger's already in bed. You know, all the other, my other friends and stuff are probably, you know, going to bed. And, but something told me and I called my dad. And so we talked for a little bit and, you know, and I told him what happened. He goes, well, Tom, I know, I, I bet that your boss, boss, boss's boss did not mean to, you know, be, you know, negative or anything, but I, it's just, and I get, it. yeah, it was, and I just said, yeah, it was very awkward. And I said, it just kind of, you know, came out of nowhere. And, uh, and he goes, yeah, I know. I says, Tom, you know, we're all grieving. We're all dealing with it our own way. And, you know, and 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 so we kind of had a moment and we talked and then you know i told him about all the other stuff and i told him about the olympic thing and that's when he made the comment about oh that sounded stupid and then he was telling me about my sister and how she's um 
you know, she had her hip surgery and then she's in this rehab place. Well, the thing was, he was telling me that she was going to be getting out on Sunday. And so they wanted to know when I got back that we would all get together and, you know, spend some time with her. So, um, uh, let's see. Um, let's see what people, uh, and, uh, Toppy goes awkward. Uh, Bertie says, I don't think I would have introduced a topic in that way. Agreed, Bertie. And then Toppy said, congrats on the award. Oh, getting a little chucked up. So, um, so yeah, it was, so having that conversation with my dad, you know, kind of helped. And, uh, and then I was able to tell him about the meeting and all the other stuff. And so we talked for a little bit, but then he said, well, Tom, I'd be honest with you. I got to really go. Because I got to get up in the morning because I'm so the whole the few several days my dad was getting he's retired and my dad was getting up early in the morning to take my sister um, to work because she had to be at work at 7 a.m. And uh, so she was getting back to work. And so he was uh, playing taxi. And so he's not used to getting up early. So he was not thrilled about that idea. So. um so then, uh, so it was nice to be able to talk to him. And I said, Dad, thank you so much for letting me vent and all this stuff. And he goes, it's no problem, Tom. And I says, I know that, you know, we're all having our ups and downs with, with Mom. And uh, and he says, it's okay to, to feel what you're feeling. And I said, okay. And so it was, it was really amazing to have that conversation with him because, um, to be honest with you, the one I was really closest to my, was my mom. And so to, you know, hopefully, you know, as we continue on this journey without mom, that hopefully my dad and I can be as close um, as I was my mom. So so it was really good. Um, and then what I did is every single night is I would, as soon as all the evening stuff was over, um, I would I would go out to the beach and I would take off my shoes and socks and stuff and I would go out and walk on the beach and and even if it was a little cooler I would still go out and um, um, I even sent uh, Toppy a um, audio file for a show and I, I guess he posted I haven't listened to it yet but it was about the beach and then I um, I sent that to him and uh, and it was it was just a way to un re, you know unwind and just relax and the, it was the beach was just so amazing and so peaceful and the waves hitting uh, it, it was it was really what I needed and uh, even the and then the very last night uh, before we flew back home on Friday morning uh, is that I went out and I thought, okay, well, I'm going to actually get into the, you know, the ocean and the water. And, uh, so I, so what I did is I had, I, cause it, it, when I looked at the temperature it was really cool, a lot cooler. And I thought, well, you know, so I, instead of wearing shorts, I wore my blue jeans and I thought, oh, I'll just roll them up and then I'll walk out in the water and then, uh, you know, just be out there for a little bit. But the thing was, it was, even though the temperature was lower, uh, it, it felt really good. And, uh, so I walked out and, you know, and I'm pulling the pants up and walking out on the sand and, and then the water. And it just felt, it wasn't cold at all. It was, it was very comforting. And, uh, so I did that. And, uh, and then the funny thing was that when I got to this one spot where the waves were a little bit bigger, they started coming in and all of a sudden, of course, that's what happens is my jeans slide down to my ankles and I'm like oh shit so they got all wet and I'm like oh great what am I gonna do because I was planning on wearing those jeans uh the next day 
to go home. And uh, so I thought, oh, well, uh, the only thing I have in the room is like a hair dryer. So I thought, well, you know, it's probably not going to do any good. So they got all wet and um, I'm like, great. So I go back to the hotel room and, and it was, it was, you know, so I get back to the room and I'm trying to dry them off. And of course, nothing's really working. And so I go, screw it. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to bed. I got like eight hours before I get up in the morning. I'm just going to, uh, you know, just let them dry and hopefully they'll be okay in the morning. Cause I, I didn't really want to wear shorts cause it was, you know, kind of cool there in the morning. And then it was going to be not that warm at home on Friday. So, cause I wasn't going to get home until later in the evening on Friday. So, um, I thought, Oh, well, so I go to bed and I woke up the next morning and they were still a little damp and, uh, but they weren't that bad. So I went ahead and just put them on the, in the morning and I checked out really early and cause my flight wasn't until like 11 something. Um, but what happened was I woke up like at 6am and then I got ready. And then by the time I walked out of the hotel, it was like just a few minutes before 7am and I said, screw it. I'm just going to go ahead and go. So, and then I saw one of my coworkers in my region and he said, Hey, are you on the Chicago flight around 11 something? And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, I'm on that flight too. I'm going to go with you. So when we got on the, they had a big, huge, um, buses, huge buses. And, uh, so we got on there and then, uh, took the ride and they were over the, I forgot to tell you about this big, huge bridge that goes from one side of the San Diego to the other. And it's this big, huge monstrosity bridge and it's huge, 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 huge. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, so, um, anyway, so what happened was, so, but the traffic was kind of crazy. In fact, at one point, uh, this wacky motorcycle driver on six lanes of traffic is on the far right lane. And all of a sudden he goes right in front of the bus and he doesn't even look at the other lanes as he's coming. And he just cuts all the way from the right, all the way over to the left. And he kept weaving in between cars and i was like oh my god he's gonna get killed and uh but then we got to the to the airport and uh we get you know checked in and then we had to go through security now this is the the weird thing and if anybody knows the answer to this i would appreciate you know if you could give me the answer because I didn't understand it but anyway so when you get again through security you have to take your shoes your belts your anything in your pockets and so I put everything in my backpack and, you know, I took my watch off. I, you know, everything, I put everything in the bag and then, uh, I walk through the, the x-ray machine and you have to put your hands up like you're over your head and it goes, and then you walk through and all of a sudden the security guy goes, Oh, I need you to stand over here, sir. And I'm like, Oh, what happened? He goes, well, it might be your jeans. I don't know. And then he's like, patting me down and then all of a sudden he gets like to where the ankle of, or the of the jeans where they got wet and he goes oh your jeans are wet and he goes okay you can go and i'm like well what does having wet jeans have to do with the x-ray machine so i don't understand if the wetness did something i don't know but if anybody knows let me know um so um, I would have called up one of them hotel balls and said, here's a dime, go dry my shoes. Um, what? Okay. So anyway, so then I, I go to the, um, the terminal. Now, the only thing I did not like about the Southwest terminal 
is they had one store with like magazines and newspapers and all that crap. Then they had a Burger King. They had an Einstein Bagels. And then they had like a sandwich place. And the terminal was very, very small for Southwest. And they had it packed of people. And it was just unbelievable. There's a lot, a lot of people. And, you know, at one point, there you couldn't even find a seat to sit down. And people were standing up or laying on the floor. And it was just, it was awful. And I kept saying to the couple other people, and I said, I can't believe how small this terminal is. Because, you know, my airport, which is South Bend, Indiana, is very small. But... At least they got enough chairs for everybody, and it was just ridiculous. And uh, they would say, "Well, this is just the Southwest terminal." I said, "I know, but it's 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 amazingly small for San Diego." And uh, so I was just really surprised by that. And then I went and got breakfast, and it was uh, nine dollars for a bagel sandwich. It was ridiculous. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, no, my shoes did not set up the machine the shoes had already went through the security thing i'm talking about all i had on was my shirt my jeans and my underwears and i had my socks on that's the only thing i had on that as i went through security so i don't know what went off so okay okay sw says coronado bridge ca85 okay there we go so anyway uh, so, um, so then I made my lovely, um, flight back home and it went a lot better than the last one. No screaming children's and, uh, which was good. So I finished the book that I received from the author that will soon be on the show. And it was very good. It was very touching. In fact, there were some points of the book that it made me tear up a little bit. Okay. I'm not going to lie. It got a little dusty there on the airplane. So, um, <coughs> and, uh, so then we, I landed and then I got to the lovely, uh, then I had to go get my luggage, which took a little while. And then I had to take a shuttle to the parking garage, which was a pain in the butt. And then I got to my vehicle, which was really easy because I remembered where I parked. That's important. And uh, I got my car. And then thank the Lord Jeebus that it started. And the only part about the drive home that I hated is that instead of, Going one way, the GPS says, oh, go this way. And it had to go through six miles of this residential area around Midway Airport, which kind of sucked. And then I finally got on the expressway, and I thought, okay, the traffic's going to be bad because it's 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock on a Friday. And But the way I went, uh, I had no trouble. Um, so I got home nice and safe and sound, and uh, I got to see my Rod G. Oh, watch her. And I gave him a big hug and a kiss. And I said, I miss you, honey. And he said, I miss you, too. And uh, honk later. <laughs> but anyway, so we, I, it was really great to see him. I really did miss him. In fact, uh, the one thing I forgot to say about when I was talking to Alex, he was asking about how I met and all that stuff. And I got a little teary-eyed as I talked about him. So that's how special my Roger is. He's so special. I love him. He's my man. Okay, I love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. He's amazing. Love him. Love him. Love him. Okay, there we go. He landed and then he touched down. Yes, I did. Oh my god. Okay. So okay. So um. So anyway, so that was good. And then this week, just to recap, because I'm gonna go ahead and go in because we're. Um, I started around 9:15, so I'm ending at 10:21. So I I got one more thing, and so then this weekend, um. 
because you know I'm in the you know the meetings all day. And you're sitting in these chairs, and then also the flights and the drives and the buses and all this stuff. That my back was kind of like, Nee-. and so when I got home, I said, Roger said we're going to go somewhere, and um, so then on Saturday, it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day, and we drove up to New Buffalo. And uh, we decided to, we wanted to try a different place. And we found this barbecue place. Now, okay, now I want to tell you, I went a little ragey for a moment. Because, I, okay, let me ask you this question. Let's say if you walk into a restaurant you've never been before. And you walk in and this older gentleman comes up to you and says, Hi guys, uh, thank you for stopping by. Um, all you have to do is go over to this counter and you can see the menu of all the things. And then uh, they'll make it right for you, right in front of you. And... Uh, and I hope you enjoy your meal. So he was really nice. He's very sweet and very nice, right? So then we go up and then Roger and I are just standing there and we're looking at the sign because it's like barbecue pulled pork. They got pulled chicken. They've got all this different barbecue stuff, right? And then they got all these sides. And then no more than two seconds after that guy in, welcomes us and tells us to come in, this lady goes, hi, how are you? Is this for here to go? And I said, just one second, we're looking at the menu. And she goes, okay. And then two seconds later, another guy goes, hi, how are you? Is this here for our to go? And I'm like, just a second. And then no more than like 10 seconds, another guy comes in. Hey, how you doing? He's stirring the barbecue sauce. He goes, hey, how you doing? How you doing today? And he goes, is this here to go? And all of a sudden, I went, Jesus Christ, how many fucking times are you going to ask us? <laughs> and I just went, and I went, <laughs> and I just got all road raging. Because the reason why is because on the way up there, we had all this kind of crazy traffic. And it was just, we almost got hit by this other vehicle because we were making a turn. And they were turning in the direction that we were going. And and I was like, ah, and so it, I just, I was like, and I, I really, it was, the whole point of this trip was for us to be relaxed and me to, to do some walking and just to chill out. What happens? It just made me more stressed out. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, how many times do we have to ask us? And the guy goes, oh, sorry. And then Roger looks at me and he goes, it's okay. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and I was like, and, I, and then... He goes, I'll go and order first. And I'm like, okay. So he goes and orders first. And he got the pulled pork and he got all the sides. And then I then I went and ordered mine. And then I looked at the guy that I said this to. And I said, I just want you to know I'm very, very sorry. I said, just trying to get here was not easy. And uh, we almost got in an accident. And I guess uh, I should have had another minute to calm down he goes it's all right <laughs> and I was like, so i did apologize i did i did say i'm very very sorry and then i ordered some pulled pork and then i got this little uh, macaroni cheese which is not that great and then they had this uh like cornbread but it was called corn spoon bread Ooh. and uh it was good so and then they give you a pulled pork and they put the barbecue sauce on the side and i said can we get a little more barbecue sauce and they gave us this big thing and so Roger and I used that and it was really good. And then we went up to uh, two different places. Uh, there was this one park and we walked around. If you want to see a very cute video, um, I actually got Roger to do this video with me. And it's it's very short, but it's very cute. And if you haven't seen it, go to my Facebook page. It's there. Um, and then we went to this other place called uh, Warren 
dunes park and it's this beautiful water and then the beach and then they have these like big huge dunes and so we uh went all the way up to the top of this one it was really really high and if you want you can see the pictures the, the pictures do not do it justice but it was very very high and it was a beautiful day and we had a great time and then i said well we got to go back to new buffalo because you're going to buy me ice cream and he goes i am and i said yes so we go to this place it's called oinks and uh we walk in it's a real small place but they have like fifty thousand different flavors of ice cream and so we got a waffle cone and it was like 14 dollars or something it was really expensive but it was damn good ice cream it was good okay it was good so um so it was really good so uh <laughs> and uh uh birdie says damn servers how dare they and then Toppy said, food order rage. And now he orders road menu rage. And uh, fuck you and you, paper. Okay, I don't know what that means. But, uh, oh, paper. Fuck you and fuck you and you, you paper. Okay, so anyway, so. <laughs> but, so, so after we had ice cream and we were in the happy bliss of, of sugar and carbs and all the good stuff that we made our way back home. And, uh, and then we did some running around on Sunday and I got to have lunch with my, or spend some time with my best friend, Doug. And he, we had a couple hours hanging out and doing stuff. So that was really nice. And then, uh, Sunday night we watched Game of Thrones. And, uh, now I don't know if you all watch Game of Thrones and I don't know if you're caught up on Game of Thrones. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I have to say that this latest episode, I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was all everybody else was talking about. So I just think they all need to chill out, and I thought it wasn't that good. Because uh, they were comparing it to another episode, like in a previous season, and there's no way those two compare. No way. No way. So I'm not going to spoil it, but that's it. So basically, that's where we're all caught up now. So um, I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye. But I want to thank you that if you joined me this lovely evening, or you're going to be listening to this later uh, when I post the show, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Because your time is very, very valuable, and I appreciate that you take the time to spend it with me, whether it be in the live show or uh, on your podcasting thingamajiggy. Okay? Okay? So, um, anyway. So, um, I hope that you all do well, and I hope the rest of your week goes good. So, um, and all that good stuff. So, I just want to say thank you, thank you for watching. You can please do me a favor, go to my website, which... Nobody does, and leave a comment. You can call my comment line, 574-807-9171. Leave a message, but nobody does that either. Or you can send me an email at rambleredhead at gmail.com, and nobody does that either. So, uh, but I, what I do want you to do is I do want you to remember that a crazy redhead from Indiana, logic, and I wish you all the best, and I hope the rest of the week goes good for you. So, all right, well, I will let you go, and I hope that you all have a good one, and I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye 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 Goodbye. Okay, I told you goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, goodbye.